Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp, and I'm here with Computer World Executive Editor Ken Mingus, as well as Mac World Executive Editor Michael Simon. We are live on LinkedIn, on Computer World's LinkedIn page, as well as on YouTube. So if you have any questions, comments, general thoughts while we're talking, please do let us know in either the comments on LinkedIn or in the live chat on YouTube, and we will do our best to respond while we are talking. So 2021, definitely a a newsworthy year for the App Store between just this past week, um, Apple announced that it paid developers $60 billion in 2021. And then also that lawsuit um, between Apple and Epic Games over the in-app purchasing um, within the App Store was settled in September. Um, Well, it wasn't settled. It was decided. It was and it the courts the judge ruled in Apple's favor for pretty much all counts except one. So big year for the App Store. But we kind of want to talk about what's you know taking all of this information into account. What is kind of next? So I guess there's a lot of there's a lot of balls in the air here, right? With what could kind of happen next? There's definitely some regulatory pressure in other countries about offering other payment options. Um, so I don't know. I guess. What's what's going on? Well, I mean, for starters, the court case is still very much ongoing. Um, it was appealed, they both yeah. Appealed, yeah, yeah, and that appeal will probably take many more years to to flesh out. Um, Apple was this close to having to make the changes. the The one thing that it lost was a, a, a pretty big one. It was to that they had to put a button into to an outside app store uh, to an outside payment service, mm-hmm. and they were they were close to having to implement that, but they appealed uh, twice that decision, and on the second time they um, they got to stay, so they don't have to do anything in the U.S. with respect to uh, payment services, which is really what this is all about, money. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't they won't have to make any changes with that until the court case is settled, which will probably. What are we now? Twenty twenty two, maybe twenty twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight. I mean, it's a while. Don't Court- you think they're going to have to make some changes before then? Like, I mean, they may not have to do that. Have to? No. I mean, have to is in court ordered. No. Uh, maybe. Not in the U.S., but elsewhere in the world. Well, yeah. So in Korea, was yeah. it Korea? South this Korea. Week, South Korea. They, yeah. They, so they did have to um, Google as well. They did have to add links to outside payment in in that country. So yeah, there might be small little cases that pop up and perhaps the eu they're always very um stringent with 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 that stuff they they go have to google all the time uh maybe in the us i don't think so that doesn't mean they won't because if they see the winds blowing a certain way you know they got to protect their their reputation so to speak so if they do see the rest of the world making changes and say all right listen we're gonna lose this in some way they can get out ahead of it, which they've done in the past, and make smaller changes. So once the once the court cases are, are settled and finalized, they can say, "Well, look, we already did this," and the court is a little more lenient on what they what they want and what they don't want to do. Um, ultimately, though, it it comes down to money, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what needs to change. I mean, Apple has made changes to the App Store. It used to be just a flat. 30% fee. Now it's for subscriptions, it's 30%, then it drops to 15%. If you make under a, under a million dollars, there, there's, um, there's a whole program that you enter then where, where it's less. So they are um, 
slowly changing things. Grudgingly, but grudgingly yeah. every step of the way. Yeah. yeah, but it's a it's a it's a it's a tough it's a tough pill to swallow for developers because on one hand, it's the only game in town. On the mm -hmm. iPhone, you can't you cannot get an app on the iPhone any other way unless it's a web app, which we'll talk about later. But and it's a great service. The App Store is fantastic. It's a great way to find stuff, but it's also loaded with um, scams and ripoffs and uh, fake reviews and everything else that that are accustomed to, you know, online stores. So you have to use it. There are people that are if you do get popular for one, you got to give Apple your your cut. For two, there's going to be people that copy you and try to jump you and buy ads and you know you so you're constantly fighting and from what we see apple doesn't isn't always quick to respond to that to those complaints by developers unless like this week with the with the wordle, wordle. thing wordle. A, we, had to, a, we got to talk about yeah, yeah. Wordle. well that's well that's where <laughs> this is all stemming from there was a mountain of press on tuesday stemming from copycat apps in the in the app store so all right so let's let's get into this so wordle we've all played it it's one of those in the moment super popular things like pokemon go or i don't know these things pop up every now and again yeah definitely uh, threes threes was another one for a while like it these apps come and go these quick little games that you can play in like two minutes everyone can learn them everyone ever there's no the learning curve is basically non-existent and they're fun and they're challenging and you know you can share your results all that stuff what makes Wordle interesting is that it wasn't created for us. It was created for um, this guy's, uh, uh, it was an engineer and, and his, his last name is Wardle, which is where Wordle comes from. And uh, he was created for it's, they keep calling it uh, her, his partner. So I guess they're not married and they're not engaged or anything. And it's not a girl. I don't know, but it's a, it's the woman that he is, you know, engaged to or in a relationship with. She, they, she, he created uh, just a word game for her and she loved it. And then his family loved it. So he put it on the web. It's, you can only get it. It's a website and it's a, it's browser. a warm, use a browser to access, use your browser, yeah. Safari or Chrome or whatever you want to do. Yeah. And it just caught, it, it caught fire. And then the New York times featured it and then it caught even more fire. So now it's a, it's a huge, it's a huge uh, phenomenon. It'll, you know, it'll last a couple of weeks and then it'll go away. But right now it's huge so naturally because it's not in the app store people are capitalizing on the on the phenomenon like because most people don't realize that they hear a name like for example my wife uh, uh monday she said uh which 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 wordle app do i need to get because she had read about it somewhere and i and i thought because you know i know about this stuff so i said oh that's actually not you got to go to a website most people don't have those people in their lives Mm -hmm. So they're going to go to the app store, type in Wordle, click on whatever the first result is. Right. And there were a lot of them, dozens. And what brought it to a head was there was a, let me just get his name right. His name is uh, Zachary, I guess, Shaked is his name, S-H-A-K-K-E-D. And on Sunday night or Monday night, uh, Sunday, I forget, uh, earlier this Early week. this week he posted a wordle app that was very slick it looked exactly like the website and it you know he added a couple of new features you can do uh, five six or seven word uh, seven letter words and he also had a 
uh, in-app purchase for, I think it was $30 a year. And this app blew up and he was tweeting about it and saying like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And this is great. And then, and then everyone just piled on and said, you know, how could you do this? And what's wrong with you? And to his credit, he has since apologized and maybe he didn't realize or not realize, but maybe he didn't quite understand the extent of what he, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know how he couldn't see that what he was doing was basically stealing someone else's work, but he did seem pretty naive to the, to the thing, to the, to the criticism. Sure. And then, you know, once, once it, it rained down, cause he, he became like the, the, the pinata. He was a pariah, but yeah, very quickly that, that, a pariah. Yeah. Very quickly. And he did apologize. He did it. He, you know, Apple. Uh, and so Apple responded by taking his app down and everybody else's app down as well, because it was a quick, a very, very quick fire that grew mm-hmm. around, around um, his app and, and others. And Apple responded on, on Tuesday night, they, they shut them all down. And that's happened before. We've seen it. But it also, there are plenty of copycat apps that live in the app store. And remember Flappy Bird? Yes. That was a thing, another just like this. It was a very short-lived, that, that was an app. Yeah. Very short-lived, extremely um, popular game for the moment. And... What, what made it so interesting was that it was nearly impossible to play. Like it was very hard to get past a certain point or, or even really to get anywhere. And people just became addicted to, you know, cause all you did was tap your screen. It was, it was super easy to play again, low learning curve. And uh, so people, uh, other, you know, other developers, uh, you know, they, they copied it. It was Flappy Bird and Flappy Pig and whatever the hell else there was. There was a whole bunch of Flappy apps. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't remember. It was a while ago. I don't remember how Apple handled it. But I do remember the Flappy Bird developer. I think he pulled his app from the store or something happened. Yeah. Then there were a bunch of clones that popped up in its place. And it, it was it was a whole thing. And it so what seems to have to happen is there needs to be like a a, 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 a bad PR moment for Apple to, to take action sure. against these apps where it's supposed to be like this is what they're being paid for. Developers are paying them 30% to, to be the, the police and the clerk and everything else that they need to be to make sure this runs smoothly and the people who sell their stuff legitimately are protected. Well, basically, you know, the bigger picture here is that Apple has set up this app store. This is part of the walled garden and it, it portrays the app store. You know, you, you've got Jason Cross on Macworld today talking about this, Michael, yeah. you know, that this is the place you go to get the trusted apps. You can, you can bank on the reviews of these apps. And yet when something like this happens, again, without the, the PR around it, who knows how long it might've taken for Apple to pull this down. Yeah. Maybe you know, never. And, and it makes you wonder about the vetting process of, of getting stuff in, you know, in the first place. And so I, I think what's happening here is there's renewed attention on the App Store and, you know, again, Apple's efforts or non-efforts to keep it clean. I mean, if mm-hmm. it's really going to be the place you're supposed to go, I mean, I'm in the same boat you are, Michael. I'll find something that I want to do, some IoT, some home device, some app that I want to get, and I go to the App Store and it's like there's nothing there, but the things that come up first are all tangential related things. It's not from the developer I want. There seems to be no way to surface the one that I want if it's even in the app store. So you've got issues around, you know, whether Apple is, you know, pushing some of these things or not, whether it's all random. 
And it just, you know, for, for if you're going to have a walled garden, it's got to be a clean garden that's well tended and curated. And I think the concern here is that Apple's taking its eyes off the, off the ball here. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And oh, sorry, Julia. I was just going to say that it's to your earlier point, Mike, I mean, the subtext of it saying it paid $60 billion to developers in 2021 is, and like Apple got also a ton of money if it's, if it yeah. paid that much money. So yeah, to your point, they're, the developers are yeah giving apple a big chunk of change and and to 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 do what yeah i mean i'm i don't disagree that the, the apple should get something sure for running the store because it is you know it, it does cost them something to have it operational and quick and discover is good and they highlight apps and they, they know they do good things and i don't think that developers should be able to just use it for free but i do think that if there's gonna, if Apple's charging thirty percent, which is a lot, that's not that's not nothing. Thirty cents on every dollar is a lot yeah. of money to give up, especially if you're, uh, you know, a, a, a popular app and you're, and you're making and you're making a million plus. That's that's a that's a big chunk of change to give to Apple. Mm -hmm. And then, so let's say you're, I don't know, give me an app, Ken. Do what's give me something that like words with friends. We'll say okay. If you type in words with friends, I don't know this off the top of my head, but most likely the first result won't be words with friends. It'll be an yeah. ad that somebody else bought for that keyword that will take you to a different app, a, a, a similar app, a competing app, whatever it is. And that's what that's what needs to change. I think Apple needs to look out for its developers. And it's not just the big ones, it's all of them. Like mm -hmm. when you when someone's looking for something, like when I go to ShopRite and I'm looking for ground beef, I don't go to ground beef and all of a sudden ground chicken comes up first because someone, <laughs> you know, bought a, a placement. Like you should, when you go to a store to buy something, you should have an expectation that what you're looking for, you're going to be able to find and not have to, you know, uh, uh, wade through a bunch of, of things that you don't want first to get to the thing that you want. This, this, and the thing is, you know, to your point, Michael, Apple does do a really good job of you know, overall giving customers a good experience. So yeah. when you've got when you've got something like this that clearly is not a good experience, it really stands out. And you know, you've got a lot of competing interests here. You've got Apple, which of course wants to have developers making lots of cool apps for its devices. You've got developers who who need that, who want to get to that audience. They want to get their apps out there. And the be best and basically only way to do it is through the App Store. And then you've got, again, these competing pressures that are coming from regulators around the world about payments and how they're handled and how much Apple is taking and how that's structured. You know, and so at the very least, Apple needs to make this, again, I, you know, I, to beat a dead horse, if you're gonna be in a walled in garden, it has to be a garden that you know, works for both, both you and whoever's planting the plants there, the apps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if not, it, it's it's going to be a problem, and it's going it's going to turn into a legal, more of a legal problem down the road if Apple doesn't clean this up. I think maybe, and it, it's it's also like most people who use the App Store, they're not as invested daily in technology like we are. Yeah. So they they get you know they get scammed. You'll see an app with with twenty thousand reviews and four and a half stars. Like oh that's great. No, because ninety percent of those reviews are bought or bought. No one, had, no one used the app and it's just to drive up the rating mm -hmm. or a, a subscription pops up for $9.99, but you don't realize that that's weekly. And then, you you know, you got to jump through hoops to, to cancel that. And it's, 
there, you know, there are lots of scams that that are run through the App Store le le legitimately that Apple doesn't seem to be interested in fixing. So what's the what are what's the I don't know what what is a solution? What are solutions? What are some steps that either of you see um, as necessary to take to clean up the App Store experience, yep. let alone any sort of regulatory pressure? I mean, it's it's. I'm not going to claim to know the answers to that because it's, it's that's, hard. You're that's fair, about, yeah. You know, we'll weigh in anyway, Michael. You know, we, we may not know the answers, but we have lots of thoughts. <laughs> There's millions of apps at any given moment that people are searching for, but Apple boasts that there are human curators behind this thing. That, And I'm assuming they're paid well enough where they like to continue to work there. I don't know. I don't know what they get paid. They're probably on contract. There's a lot of things there, but... Apple has enough money where it could hire a team of a thousand people just for that. And that's their job. They're not just checking off a button. Okay. This is approved. This is approved. This is approved. This. They're looking at, they're spending 20 minutes or whatever it is on each app and they're figuring out, okay, this is, this one is a little scammy with the in-app purchases. I got this. This one has too many reviews. Let's look at that. There doesn't seem to be any, anything that, is done on a regular basis until we hear about it. That really kind of polices that stuff. And I'm sure there are people, I'm sure they have people that do that. Maybe it's not enough. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they need to double their efforts, whatever it is. If, if you were in a store and this was happening at a Macy's or a department store, they would hire people to fix it. And I think that's what has to happen here. I mean, Apple is a $3 trillion company. They make, they're going to, report their earnings in two weeks. And I'm sure they made $120 billion last quarter. They got the money. They could fix I mean, it. You know, there are also tools that they can use when, you know, you think about something as, as large and evolving as the app store, something like ALML that can basically scan all of the apps that are there. And, and like you say, suddenly maybe sees that some new app has 30,000 reviews and they're all glowing and they're all four or five stars. Mm -hmm. That should, that sh you know, that should ping send out an alarm or an alert to someone who can say, okay, here's where you want to look. Or, you know, I, I don't know that there's a way you could, if you were trying to avoid the Wordle issue that came up uh, this week, I don't know that there's a way you could avoid, unless somebody happened to know about Wordle as a web app and said, hey, wait a minute, where'd this come from? That's, that's going to be pretty hard to do. But Apple has to be pretty quick to respond when it does become very obvious that there's something going on. So it's a matter of resources and 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 tools to to ferret these things out. Yeah, and I think you know in the case of Wordle, yeah, you can say that maybe one gets through, but once you see two, maybe look or into thirty it. that pop up. Yeah, that say, like, well, okay, why is why does every app have the same name? And then you allow all of them on on there with the same name. Like it's if people are reviewing this stuff, you should be able to spot this things like this. With with the right amount of people and the right resources that are that are poured into it, I mean, you know, listen, yeah. the App Store is great. They 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 have great lists and discovery things, and so they clearly have resources allocated to the App Store. But you know, this and 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 bottom line, I think, and this this goes to Jason's point on MacWorld. He's got the the image up there that says the app you love from a place you can trust. Well, this is the sort of thing that completely undermines trust, or bit, could yeah. undermine trust in the App Store. And that hurts not only Apple, it's also going to hurt the developers that are trying to get in there and are trying to reach, you know, their, 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 their market. 
So it's it's a sort of thing that it's sort of a lose lose if Apple doesn't clean it up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And really quickly, and it's okay if um, either of you have no thoughts or no more to say on this um, topic. That's totally fine. I did want to talk a little bit about um, the. Uh, what we briefly discussed earlier, the sort of pressure to to um, offer multiple payment systems um, within the App Store. And that's kind of how this whole, um, it's it's one of the reasons how that original um, Epic Games and Apple lawsuit came about, which is basically that, you know, because Apple is doesn't permit other forms of payment, it therefore is, you know, getting a cut of every single dollar that is spent through the app store, but that's not the case everywhere. And I know you mentioned, um, one of you mentioned South Korea, perhaps both of you mentioned South Korea and that is they, South Korea has a law that, and this is quoting from a computer world article that I will link. Um, so in South Korea, a law now requires all app store platforms to support multiple payment systems. And in a recent statement, Apple said it would comply with the law. Um, so I don't know, I guess. That's a yeah. that just they just um, passed that law uh, that, a month that, ago, that, month and a half ago. It was it was recent. Yeah, it's very recent. You're talking about the Johnny Evans piece yes. yesterday. Yes. He he actually made a very interesting point that if Apple is going to be required to offer multiple payment systems, that it it might very well be in a position to create it. You know, basically take the way that it takes in payments now, create its own Apple app payment system, and then that would be featured on other you know, maybe even rival areas. So that, right. you know, just as Apple's required to have other payment options, then rivals would be required to use, to, to at least offer Apple's payment system. You know, it's just interesting that this this could shake out in some ways that I, I, I'm not sure everybody's kind of thought through the end result. Um, but yeah, South Korea is gonna be a good test case because Apple apparently has filed a plan to do it. I don't think the details are out yet exactly how they're gonna do it, offer these other payment options. But I do believe, you know, Michael, you sort of alluded to this early, earlier, even if it's not happening here in the US, these things do tend to bubble up. I mean, we are a global economy. And, you know, so something that starts in South Korea then maybe migrates to Europe, especially mm -hmm. that migrates to Europe. Yeah, absolutely. It tends to be very, very uh, much stricter on these kinds of things in the US. You know, at, at some point, Apple's gonna say, okay, we need to come up with some system. It can't have, well, it could, but it probably doesn't want to have a hundred different payment options depending on where you're based geographically. I mean, that's, that sounds like it would be a nightmare to manage. I mean, sure. It's, it really boils down to a link. Like that's all it is, is a link that mm -hmm. they're gonna. So if they allowed it here and you go to, um, I mean, Fortnite is the one that will use that because that's what they're fighting over. Right. So when you go to buy some V-Bucks right now, or well, before it was removing the App Store, uh, it was you click the button and went through Apple and that was it. What started this was was Epic added an option, buy on iTunes or uh, App Store, buy on buy through Apple, and buy on Epic Store. And if you click the Epic Store one, you went to a website and then you bought them and came back to the game. That's really all it would be, basically. You know, so it's not like Apple will, will have to, you know, monitor all these. I mean, monitor is the wrong word. They won't have to run various payment services. They'll just allow developers to offer a link. And when it, when you think about it in those terms, it's absurd that it's not allowed. Like all developers are asking the epic the epic argument aside, because that's a little bit bigger. But all most developers 
all they really want is a way to have users subscribe for an app through their own service, through their right. own site. Mm -hmm. That's it. If, that, if Apple offered that tomorrow, all this would go away. Sure. All the side loading, all the arguments, all the court cases, all the regular, that's it. That's all it is. It doesn't undermine security, maybe a little bit, but not certainly not in any, in any um, tangible, significant way. And I honestly don't think it would even cut down on Apple's bottom line all that much because most people would be plenty happy to use the iTunes button. But, but it's not iTunes anymore. I keep calling it iTunes. I'm, I'm, I'm showing my age, whatever, <laughs> whatever they call it now. Um, but they just won't do it. They don't want to do it. That's the ethic thing. That's what they appeal, that one mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, nope, we're not doing that. You can give us $6 billion. I think that's what Epic was, had to pay. But we're not, not, not adding a button to an outside service. And as a result of that, like I'm a, I'm a subscriber of, of Comixology, which is uh, Amazon owns them now, but it's, it's, it's a comic site. Okay. Like you can, you can buy, uh, you know, comic book, di digital comic books, and I can't buy anything on my iPhone because it's not allowed. Oh. I have to go. I have to go to. I have to go to a, a different device or a Mac or something to buy a comic, and I can read it. I can read anything that I've downloaded on another device in my library. I can borrow stuff because I'm a, a an unlimited subscriber, so I can. But I can't buy a new book on the iPhone, and that's mm. if if they allowed that, I could. So it's it's as simple as that, and. It's both simple and incredibly complex and it could be solved in a minute and then it'll take 10 years. And that's just, that's really where we're at. The other stuff is, is a separate issue. The uh, fake reviews, the copycat apps, the ripoffs, the scams, you know, listen, every store has that stuff. It would just be, it would be way more comforting if, if it seemed like Apple was taking steps to, you know, to meaningfully stop it. Sure. Great. Well, I feel like that's a really great way to wrap it up. So thank you both so much. I mean, this is to both of your points. This is probably something that is going to be continued to um, be discussed because there's appeals in that lawsuit. And I'm I mean, this is probably not the last lawsuit you know, or big we'll event. be talking about this we'll be, yeah, long... we'll be back at this one again we'll, yeah. be, again, we'll again. be driving our apple cars and talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> and wearing our apple glasses um <laughs> yeah so thank you both so much for joining me i really appreciate it and thank you all so much for watching this episode of today in tech if you liked this video please give it a thumbs up and if you're watching on linkedin you can have it over to our youtube channel idg tech talk you can like our video over there and subscribe to our channel and hit the bell icon so you're notified every single time we post a new video if you have any questions comments thoughts in general personal anecdotes that you want to share in the comments about using the app store please do let me know in the comments below and I'll do my best to get back to you. Thanks again for watching, and I'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.